listeners. I hope everyone is having a fabulous Thursday. So it's just Ariel today because we're releasing an extra episode uh, for a very important reason. Uh, because we live about an hour away from each other. Amanda couldn't be here to record, so you guys are stuck with just me. But anyways, there's an update happening literally right now in one of the cases that we've covered, and it's pretty urgent, hence the title of the episode. So the update for today is related to the Evangeline Paris triple murder we covered in episode 27 on April 1st, 2020, so a little over a year ago. And um, since it's been, you know, just over a year, I wanted to refresh your memory a little bit before I get to the actual update. So late on the night of May 8th, 2002, Brandy Vickers, Michelle Oakwin, and Jennifer Leger, three young mothers, were murdered near Oakdale, Louisiana. All three women were shot with a shotgun, and it became evident to police relatively quickly that the culprit was the estranged husband of Brandy Vickers, Kenneth Vickers Jr. But as the case unfolded, police realized that Kenneth may have planned these murders with a friend of his named David Leger. And it wasn't hard to make the connection between David and the other two victims because Michelle Oakwin and David were previously romantically involved and shared a young child, and Jennifer Leger was David's ex-wife, and they also shared a child. From what I could gather, Brandy and Michelle were found at Brandy's residence because they were living together at the time, and Jennifer was found at her residence. So on March 8th, 2004, David Leger was found guilty by the jury on three counts of conspiracy to commit second-degree murder, and he was sentenced to 12 years for each conviction, which was to be served consecutively, which means back-to-back, for a total prison term of 36 years. However, Leger did not serve his entire sentence. Leger benefited from the Louisiana Justice Reinvestment Package, which basically was an attempt to reduce prison populations But one of the biggest changes from that law is this. Inmates convicted of nonviolent crimes would only be required to serve one-third of their sentence instead of the previously required 50% of their sentences. So as a result of this, David Leger was released on November 1st, 2017 after serving just 13 years of his 36-year sentence for conspiring with Kenneth Vickers Jr. to have his wife Jennifer and the mother of his child Michelle murdered. Had he served his full 36-year sentence, Leger's original release date would have been April 2nd of 2039. If you ask me, conspiracy to commit murder should be considered a violent crime, but we talked about that in the original episode, and I digress. On March 7th, 2003, Kenneth Vickers Jr. pleaded guilty to three counts of manslaughter for the murders of his estranged wife, Brandy Vickers, Jennifer Leger, and Michelle Oakwin, and was subsequently sentenced to 100 and 120 years in prison. And this is where we get to the update. You'd think that if someone was sentenced to 120 years in prison, you we wouldn't be having a discussion of his potential release just 19 years after the murders. Unfortunately, here we are. Kenneth Vickers Jr. is currently on the docket for Monday, April 12, 2021 for the Louisiana Parole Bolt parole and pardon board and is requesting commutation of his sentence. I wish I had more information about what led to this development, but I really don't. Um, 
all that's really out there is the docket and the schedule. I don't know what prompted this. I'm sure we'll find out more later and I'm, um, we'll probably do another update at some point. But what I do know is this, that he is on the parole board's docket requesting to have his sentence commuted Monday, April 12th. So what, four days from now. Um, I, I would assume he's attempting to have his sentence commuted to a lesser amount of time so that he can eventually attempt to parole out of prison. But in my opinion, you do not get to murder three women, including your wife, in cold blood and serve just 19 years. I'm sorry, but that's not okay. So I took a few minutes and searched Kenneth's name using the Louisiana Department of Corrections inmate lookup function on the DOC website, and he is currently housed at Louisiana State Penitentiary at, at Angola, which is where like the worst of the worst go in Louisiana. And I'm sure we, I think we've talked about this before. Um, Derek Todd Lee was there until his death, and Ronald Dominique, who we covered, I think in episode nine, is also there. Um, but I noticed something weird while doing this. So. After the DOC website returns the search for the inmate, you can review uh, record details and you can also, there's also an option to get notified, which is an automated system that Louisiana, I think most states, but Louisiana has, um, that will notify you of offender status changes for that particular offender. So I clicked get notified just to see if I could sign up and wouldn't you know it, I was not able to sign up and instead got this message, quote, Registration has been disabled for this record. To inquire about the status, contact the reporting agency, end quote. And it listed the contact information for DOC headquarters in Baton Rouge. So I contacted them because, you know, I'm basically a, like a amateur detective at this point. And I just wanted to know, like, why in the world that that specific offender's registration for notifications had been shut off. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but that seems really odd to me. So when I called, I was told that the notification system does not allow people, the public, to sign up for notifications once the offender has been transferred to DOC unless you are a victim. So basically the way it works is the notification system is meant only for offenders who are currently awaiting trial or sentencing. So maybe it's not so suspicious, but I'm glad I called and got that cleared up because now I know going forward. And... With that, our beautiful homeboys and homegirls out there in podcast land is where you come in. This is where you can help. The Louisiana Board of Pardons will hold the pardon hearing Monday, April 12, 2021 at 8.30 a.m. via Zoom Zoom meetings. And we will definitely post the link to the notice or agenda if you're interested in attending the Zoom. The meeting ID number is 986-320. Dash 2809, but like I said, we're going to post it. And if you would only like to view the meeting live, you can also do so via YouTube, and we'll post that link as well. So, what we need for you guys to do is to email the Louisiana Parole Board and explain why Kenneth Vickers Jr. should not be pardoned and eventually paroled. Please email the parole board and let them know that the lives of Brandy Vickers, Jennifer Leger, and Michelle Oakland mattered in 2002 when they were viciously murdered, and they still matter in 2021. Let the parole board know that the lives of all of those affected by these senseless murders matter. 
The lives of Brandy, Jennifer, and Michelle's families matter. Their grief matters. Their healing matters. It has been almost 19 years since these three beautiful mothers were taken from this earth way too soon. And just when the families, I imagine, had felt like they had made peace with it and healed from it, now they're getting, it's like ripping a scab off again. Having to go through all of this again and knowing that the person who murdered their family members might get out after serving a measly 19 years for taking the lives of three women. And it's just, it's inconscionable is what it is. And I don't know if you can, I'm sorry if I'm like stuttering. I'm just, it, it really upsets me that this is even a possibility. Kenneth Vickers Jr. has not even served half of his sentence for one of his victims. Think about that. He was, he was sentenced, or he took a plea bargain and pled to three counts of manslaughter for 120 years, 40 years for each victim. He has not even served 19 years yet, so not even half of the 40 years for one victim. This is not acceptable. We cannot stand idly by while this monster has a chance to be released. Who's to say he won't do it again once he gets out? We cannot allow this to happen. We must do something. So I beg you, homeboys and homegirls, email the Louisiana Pardon Board at paroleboard at la.gov, P-A-R-O-L-E-B-O-A-R-D at la.gov, and let them know that we will not stand for this. You can send a video or a letter in your email. All responses must be received by the Parole Board by 5 p.m. Sunday, April 11, 2021 to be considered. And all emails must include the offender's name and DOC number, your name, and your statement. Be sure to include his name, Kenneth Vickers Jr. And like I said, we'll post all this so you have the spelling. And his DOC number is 376-309. Any public comment received will be read during the meeting. So let's flood the parole board and let them know that Kenneth Vickers Jr. is exactly where he belongs and he should stay there for the rest of his natural born life. If any of our listeners would be interested, Amanda and I have come up with a pre-typed letter email that you can send to the parole board. So just to make it easier on you. So if you would like a copy, please, if you would like a copy of it, send us an email at homicidehomegirls at gmail.com and we would be more than happy to send it to you. All right, guys, let's get to work. Make sure to get your emails into paroleboard at la.gov and let them know exactly why Kenneth Vickers Jr. does not deserve to be a free man. Don't worry, we'll post all this information on our social media platforms to make it easier for you guys to access it. Um, And I cannot end this episode without saying thank you so much to... Um, One of the victim sisters actually reached out to us. She somehow stumbled across our podcast and um, let us know what was going on and that he was up for uh, trying to um, gain a pardon. So she let us know. And so thank you so much for reaching out to us and letting us know. And so, like I said, she is the sister of one of the victims. So please, please, please let's email, flood them with reasons why Kenneth Vickers should not be released because the victim's sister does not deserve to have to live through this again. So let's, you know, like I said, please email them, 
flood them. We will, if you, you know, like I said, if you'd rather have just a pre-typed email, feel free to email us at homicidehomegirls at gmail and we will definitely get that sent to you. And um, like I said, just please um, let's, let's come together as a community of true crime enthusiasts and let's make sure that this murderer never sees the outside of Angola ever. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday with our regularly scheduled episode. Bye!